Hello, hello, and welcome back to Under Further Review. If you clicked on this podcast today, you can see we're doing something a little bit different from our normal Friday series. No relationships, no passions today. We sat down with our, our co-host and producer, Tyler's brother, Bentley. He's 12 years old. He sat down, kind of asked us some questions. Hopefully, we can help guide him through life and through this weird, interesting time as, as a 12-year-old goes through of, of all this stuff with, uh, with high school and, and girls and all of those wonderful, incredible things. So uh, really good conversation. Can't wait for you guys to listen to it. As always, if you aren't already, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so you can always get notified whenever we go live, whenever we have something new on there. Uh, we're, we're getting back on that grind, that three days a week grind. It's so much fun, man. We're enjoying it a ton. So uh, definitely want to stay in tune for that as well. Make sure you're following us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at UFR underscore Boise. Follow us on Twitter at under further rev. It's like under further review without the IEW because Twitter has a character limit, but uh, definitely do those things. Tell your friends, your family about the podcast, send them this podcast. Be like, Hey, this is so funny. Bentley is like the cutest 12 year old on earth. Like, yeah, it's going to be really, really good. So before we get into this podcast, uh, I think that we should hit that music. I I think we should hit that music. Let's play that music. Welcome back. We've got a fantastic podcast coming for you today. As always, I'm your host, Nathan Carroll. With me, he's back in the booth with us, our good friend, our producer, our co-host, Tyler Myler. Tyler, how are you doing? How's North Dakota? I'm doing great. North Dakota was great, and now I'm back here in Boise about to go crazy over a 45-minute sound check for a concert that I'm not willing to spend 120 bucks to go see. Hey, there you go. Uh, Garth Brooks is tonight, or the Garth Brooks sound check is tonight, is what he's referring to. Garth Brooks and Boise. Big time thing. Big time deal. Are you a Garth Brooks fan? I don't know any... I mean, I've heard his songs. I couldn't tell you if I heard one of his songs that it was him, so... There's one song that we that you and I both know by Garth Brooks. And, I've got friends. Yeah, so you have yeah. heard that, but had I played it, had someone played it for me, like, you a couple like months Garth ago, Brooks. I wouldn't have been like, oh yeah, that's Garth Brooks. The big thing that they've been promoting, he's like the third highest selling artists of all time because they're not including any like streaming deals or anything and since none of his music is on spotify or apple music like you have to buy his cds and stuff so it's like the the worst statistic of all time but that's how they keep promoting this like <laughs> oh yeah look at how great garth brooks is he's so good i'm like yeah we, we know better it's also the first ever concert at overton stadium which is pretty crazy which is the reason i'm going to the sound check because yeah. that's the cool part yeah like, uh, word is word on the street. My insider knowledge, which by the time you listen to this, actually this is coming out the day of the Garth Brooks concert. Mm-hmm. So some insider knowledge: if you're going tonight, uh, beers are ten dollars. I think they're they come in like sixteen ounce cans, like glasses. Ten dollars a beer, crazy, crazy, crazy. Good money right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are not alone in the booth today. As we alluded to in the intro, we are joined by Tyler Matherin's brother, the one and only, the I can't believe he's 12. I literally said he was 14 in the, in the, what? Okay, sorry. Tyler was mouthing something to me and I didn't know what was going on, but uh, totally got me off track there. But anyways, he's 12 years old. I thought he was 14. He looks like he's 17. 
The kid is unreal, wise beyond his years, super mature. Bentley, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm so good. Look at right back at you. Right back. At you. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I love it. Just this is gonna be so good. We're so excited to have Bentley on, and um, essentially for the premise for this podcast is, hey man, like we've got this guy. He, he's coming up. He's got two uh, young gentlemen here, in Tyler and I, that don't know what we're doing in life, but we're gonna pretend like we do. And we're going to answer some of the questions that a, a 12-year-old might have for two 21-year-olds. Because we're both 21 now. Look at that. The w- crazy the way the world works. Time flies. Yeah, mysterious ways, man. I still remember when I was like 15. Feels like it was like six years ago. It's yeah. crazy, man. Absolutely <laughs> insane. All right. Let's, no, no more wasting time. Let's get into it. Bentley, let's just, let's just talk here. Let's okay. just talk. Okay. Let's start here. Before we get into the questions, tell us a little bit about yourself, about what you do, your interests, some of the some of the things that you do in life. Okay, so I play tuba. I really love doing that. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm going to be in marching band co- this coming school year. Uh, I love football. Mm-hmm. I'm going to – I love basketball. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do track this year for school. Ooh. I'm going to huh. try it. Yeah. And that's pretty much. Yeah. A little bit of everything. It's got the got the yeah. music, got the got the athleticism there. I like that. What's your favorite subject in school right now? Math. Math. Pfft, my guy. Give me a fist bump <laughs> for that man. My guy. Math. Math minor right here. Every time when I was at I was at camp and someone asked like, "Oh, what's your major?" and I just you know tell them like, "Oh, applied math minor." Like, there's a lot of like math in it. Oh, they everyone they always give me this look of like, "Are you okay in the head?" <laughs> like Bentley gets it. Like math is just fun. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, let's go here now. What questions do you have for Tyler and I? What Kay. questions is on the mind of, of the average 12-year-old living in this life? So the first one I got here is, what is locker room life like for, like, sports? Ooh. And we're talking probably, like, high school, high middle school, school middle high school. school. Yeah. Middle school, high school? Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you want to lead off on this one? Because, um, okay, did you play, remind me again, Tyler, did you play high school sports throughout high school? All the way through high school? Yeah, I played football all the way through high school. Okay. I only played basketball my freshman year of high school. Okay, I knew there was um, something like but that. But I did yeah. play, I played basketball all throughout middle school as well as football. So, right, okay. Yeah, I can lead off. I would say middle school locker room is very immature. Yes. Very immature. Very, very immature. like, I remember one particular story, which I think we got in trouble for, but... It was like someone was taking a deodorant stick and like chasing people around with the deodorant stick and right, yeah. like smearing it on people and smearing it on the lockers. We had a similar incident with Icy Hot. Yeah, so like a little bit so worse, much. But yeah. It's like kind of when you first get exposed to like body odor, right? So like there's a lot of body odor jokes and just a lot of funny, just a lot of funny things that happen yeah. in the middle school locker room. And it, but it's all very like timid too, like. It's, you know, no, everyone's like, you'll have kids that'll go like change in like the bathroom because they don't want, you know, (laughs) like people are still like not super comfortable in their skin and stuff. So middle school locker room is just like very, very immature. I I would absolutely just say that as well. Like it is just very immature. You know, we're boys in seventh and eighth grade, right? Like, like we're just running around doing stupid stuff, like um, just being really weird in general. I didn't feel like there was ever instances of like any like bullying or anything. I know that's like a trope in like modern television. It didn't really exist for us. Like the most that we'd ever have was like I don't know. I don't think we really had anything. We we 
we never, I wouldn't say there was bullying amongst one person, like where everybody targeted, but uh, I know a big thing throughout middle school was like the nipple twisters. Oh my gosh. People do that yeah. all the time. That was so annoying. Yeah, it's going to be like nipple twisters. You're going to do like the, what was it called where you just essentially just jab somebody's side? Oh, yep. I, don't I, remember I, I can't remember what that. it was called, but there was that. Was it the, mm, we do something like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just typical middle school boy things. Right. Mm-hmm. I, and I know that something our school got really into when I was in middle school was boob scooping, which is where you just walk up to a dude and like just like <laughs> like grab his peck and just like scoop it upwards. I don't know why that became a thing. That became a problem for I remember there was one kid in particular. Uh, somebody dared him to go boob scoop our vice principal. Yikes. And he decided, yes, that's a good idea. Which, by the way, Bentley, here's some early advice for you. Don't grab your vice principal's boobs or anybody's boobs, for that matter. (laughs) Any woman's boobs, any male's boobs, don't do it. It's not a good idea. He did it, got suspended for like three weeks. Like, not a good situation at all. But I remember that was something that came out of of our locker. It was, oh, you should go do this. And Yeah, so don't be be that guy for sure. Uh, And then transitioning to high school... I would say high school is a lot different. Just it's a lot less immature. Your fir- your freshman year, and probably into your sophomore year, everyone's going to be super super timid, right? They're going to be. It's, it'll be very similar to to middle school, but without the immaturity. It'll just be a lot of like, okay, I'm just going to get changed quickly and go out to gym class or whatever. Because like the juniors and seniors, and I mean, you can. I, I don't know how yours was, but like juniors and seniors at my high school, it was like. You know, for football practice in particular, it was, oh, like, after practice, we're going to go shower. So, like, you know, there are, like, naked guys walking around the locker room, and, you know, they're they're making jokes, and there's a lot of vulgar conversation that happens. And a lot it's – a, it's a place that a lot of times, like, guys, they really will – not in the, like, disgusting sexual harassment way that – uh, that Trump talked about, <laughs> but there is a lot of talk about girls in the locker room, just a lot of, like, oh, hey, bro, like – you know, like I've heard you got the hots for whoever X, you and X have a, a lot thing. of gossip. It's a good place for just gossip conversation. And yeah, I mean, the high school locker room is where boys become men. Yeah, because it's such a difference. Like you said, like freshmen are coming in. And for us, freshmen had their own kind of separate locker room room. Right. Oh, um, really? That's, where honestly, that's smart. sophomore through seniors had like the varsity lockers where they had the full-size lockers and everything. The freshman lockers were a little bit smaller. So you were kind of separated. But, I mean, once you go over there with the big kids, like sophomore year, you feel super cool. You're like, wow, like I made it. These people are huge. Like When you're a small sophomore, some of these seniors are massive, just massive human beings. And it's it's crazy. And then that's when you start to learn, like, the locker room etiquette and all the trash talking and – it's a fun time, definitely. Yeah, that, like, just the team atmosphere and everything is great. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of, there will probably be like some pranks pulled. Oh, yeah. There will probably be some stuff along those lines. Just, just be ready for that. My general rule of thumb is like, if anyone like makes jokes or whatever, be a good sport about it, right? Cause like, I, I think at the end of the day, especially if it's on like your team, like people are going to make jokes. You just, you don't want to be the guy who, somebody pulls a prank on them and they take it super personally oh, yeah, and they heard about no, it. You just be the no. guy, like laugh it off with them and be like, ah, you know, that was a good yeah. one. And then, and then it's not a big deal. And if someone's super like mean to you, do the same thing back. Oh, you, 
oh, you okay. suck, man. You're like terrible. You'd be like, ha, yeah, you suck too. And then like when they do something stupid during practice, you call them out on it. I don't know. I did that with a lot of people and I reached a level of respect, a mutual respect. Interesting. Because it was like they were doing it in a joking manner. Right. But if you were to take that seriously, it'd be like really degrading. Yeah. And that's just their personality, right? But yeah, if you flip it on its side and like do it back to them and have fun with it, then right. there, there, everybody just kind of laughs it off in the There's end. two sides of that. There's the, hey, we're going to joke around with this guy um, and like make fun of him a little bit just because like we're insecure juniors in high school and like we, we kind of need someone to make jokes with. Those are the people that like, yeah, if you if you fire back at them and stuff that a lot of times it's like good, healthy. But then there's the there's the dude who's actually just like an actual, you know, yeah. douchebag. And it's like that's the guy that you just ignore, find your other friends like you just find more friends or like bigger friends than him. And then you guys just start playing, playing, playing the pranks on him. Yeah. You turn <laughs> it all back on its head. Um, but I, I yeah, I would think the biggest thing is just uh I don't know. It's going to be really timid. It's going to be really immature. When you get to high school, uh, definitely always keep deodorant in your locker. Even honestly, even in junior high, start, start early, start early, keep deodorant in your locker. Girls don't like smelly dudes. I would even say like, keep a little like face rag or something in there. Oh, definitely. Cause like you get sweaty during gym class. Yeah. If you have like art class, like next yep. period with oh, the, with the cute girl yeah. who you've been, yeah, you, you want to be able to like kind of, you know, wash off a little bit. And then even when you're in high school, yo, don't be like take showers like my my high school locker room like i had all my like football pads and stuff in it but then i also had shampoo body wash a towel like all that stuff because i was just for me i was <laughs> like because <laughs> like after football practice i would i would shower and then i would just put my clothes on and like go you know go on a date with my girlfriend or something like it just makes life easier so just and don't be the guy we're we're taking way too much time to answer this question but yeah, don't be that guy i'm just it's bringing back stories don't be that guy in the showers who's, like, looking at everybody. I one time was, like, taking a shower, and one of my teammates was like, Oh, my gosh, Tyler, your butt is practically hairless. <laughs> yeah, don't be that guy. Don't, don't be that guy. That's super awkward. That's there are, so weird. There are two ways that you can shower if you decide to shower. <laughs> one is you look straight at the wall, straight up into the air, or straight at the ground, <laughs> and you're just doing your thing. You just do in, go in, go out quickly. Or you're the... This and this is what I was in high school because we didn't have a lot of guys who showered on our like on my football team or or just during high school in general. There were only a few of us, and me and my my buddy Jace, we were both the same way. We would be the guys who were shower and like stretching out, like someone uh, would walk into the walk, locker room just yelling and be like, <laughs> "Hey, what's up, Michael?" And they look over like, "Come on, dude!" And, like <laughs> just be like, be so overconfident with it that it's not <laughs> a big deal. But I don't know. D does that answer your question? Mm -hmm. I'd hope so. We talked about it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. What do you got next for yeah, us? Yeah, what's next? Jet. What's next? What is like bus life like? Ooh, like like school bus? Like if you're on the football team and you're going somewhere. Oh. Traveling. Traveling. Ooh. That is the best. So Nothing good. better. Nothing better. There was... It's uncomfortable until you are on varsity and you get like the nice charter buses. But Yo, I know we never when, got oh, charter really? buses. We got charter buses. Um, like if you got to travel with the varsity team, we got charter buses, which was super nice. If you get lucky, you can finagle your way so that you're the only person on your seat. There's not, you know, because there's two seats, but you can, if you get lucky, you can finagle your way so you're the only one person. That's super nice because you get to stretch out and lay down. The bus ride up to the game is just joking around, laughing, like, 
doing some of the same stuff you do in the locker room, except the coaches are present, so it's a little toned down. And it's a little toned down, a little like, like not pranking and stuff, yeah. just like talking and hanging out. A lot of talking, a lot of like, oh, you snapped this person, like, ha, ha, ha. Especially like early <laughs> high school, junior high is a lot of joking around. I know for me, by, by like my junior and senior years of like high school football, it was a lot of... You know, a lot of guys are just kind of listening to music. It's a lot quieter, you know. Um, for football in particular, it's getting ready for the game, right? Like going, running through your plays, like kind of like doing a lot of like visualization, like getting ready for the game. Uh, my biggest advice for particularly like sports bus travel is pre-plan your bus buddy. You you yes, never, yes. there's always going to be like two or three kids who like they're they're always smelly or they're like, like I, 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 I don't know. They're just the kids that like you don't get along with and like no one really gets along with on the team. And if you don't like pre-plan your bus buddy, one of those times you'll sit with them and it'll just be like, they'll throw you off your rhythm and stuff. So pre-plan your bus buddy. It was for me, it was, I always, it was me and this one guy, we'd always take the buses together and we'd go back and forth on, cause you know, it's kind of like first come first serve for seats. So we'd go back and forth like, okay, this game, I'll go sit on the bus early and you go take the time to get ready and stuff. And then the next game it'd be like, okay, you go get on the bus early and I'll take our time to get ready and stuff. So have your bus buddy. Yeah. For sure. And then the the bus ride home, it really depends on if you're coming away with a win or if you lose and what time the game was at. I mean, I don't know. We we always had late games. I don't know how far you guys traveled, but like, um, the, the furthest bus ride for us was to Williston, which is like a four, four and a half hour oh, drive. Oh, we never had that. Plus you go back a time zone and the game is at like seven. So you're not getting home because then you have to jump an hour ahead. You're not getting home until like one or two in the morning. Oh, wow. So normally those bus rides home were pretty quiet. People were trying to sleep. Um, but we had some games where like we'd had a big win and it was just rowdy the whole way yes. home. Yeah. Or, um... One time we went up, and I want to say we won. I don't. I couldn't imagine us doing this on a loss. But we on the drive back we watched like a super inappropriate movie, and the coaches turned it off halfway through because they didn't realize. Like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so That's that funny. was funny, but yeah, yeah. I mean, bus it, rides are great. I I didn't it, I didn't mind them at fun. all. Yeah, I, I I always enjoyed it. It's a good chance to kind of bond with your teammates and stuff. And, and that's the best part about. High school sports is like the team bonding thing. You just don't get that from anything else, like that in particular. It's just a bunch of guys. Oh, absolutely. I still I still talk to a lot of guys I played high school sports with. You know, and they're in all different places. I've got friends who are you know they're working out on oil rigs. I've got friends who are you know in colleges at like prestigious schools around the country. I've got you know my friend Taylor's in the NFL now, and I still talk to him just because like that bond is you know it's something that doesn't break. I think that. And, and I should have said this for the locker room th- thing too, because it does apply. But with both your bus rides and your locker room, is let the let the veterans, let the older guys set the tempo, and then just yeah. really learn from them. If you can, especially when you come in as a freshman or a sophomore, try to find like someone who's willing to mentor you and just like be at, just and be honest about it. Be like, hey, look, like I want to you know be as good as I can, and just ask him a ton of questions and stuff, and just you know, really try to learn and take what they, what they have as long as, especially if they're good. That'll you help know. you so much. Be it, the guy who's friendly and wants to learn. Don't be the guy who comes in all cocky as a freshman or sophomore and picks on the older guys. Cause nobody likes that. That's just annoying. Yeah. There really is something to be said for kind of knowing your place and like, not to say, you know, we had sophomores who helped out our team more than some of oh, our yeah. seniors, but oh, yeah. like the reality is, is, 
like you just you don't have that humility when you're a junior senior in high school you just don't so you definitely want to kind of know your place know your spot like if a senior is like you know kind of giving you trouble or whatever like not giving you trouble but just like making fun of you playing jokes with you um, whether that's on the bus in the locker room whatever just you know don't make a big deal about it and just you know maybe find a find a senior that you can kind of mentor under but they'll they'll set the tone for sure right like i know for us by my 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 junior year no it was my i can't remember but when i was an underclassman like we had we didn't have like the greatest upperclassmen so like win or loss it was always the same atmosphere on the buses and i hated that so then i i when when my senior year came around it was like all right if we win we're we're partying on the bus, you know, having a good time, hanging out. And like, if we lost, we're, we're going to kind of listen to music and sleep on the way home. Like we're not going to celebrate about it. So, so okay. yeah. Okay. Does that help? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. If what there's any other got? input and stuff you want to add, like definitely ask too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so why did you two go to Boise state? Why Ooh. not like somewhere else? Like, why didn't you go Tyler, go to NDSU? Why didn't you go to somewhere in Oregon? Washington. Washington or Oregon. Like, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, I gotcha. Do you, do you want to start or you want me to lead here, Tyler? Um, I can go. All right. For me, I just wanted to get out of North Dakota. I wanted to go try something else. And I think, I mean, I, I feel like you have a similar viewpoint, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard you say, oh, I want to go to NDSU. It's always been like, oh, I want to go to Boise or I want to go to Alabama or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's just fun to leave where you grew up and go experience something else, you know, away from family or whatever and just see what that has to offer because you can always come back, right? That's the worst case scenario. You don't like it and you come back. Mm-hmm. Um, Boise State in particular because it's nice and I fell in love with the campus when we toured on the road trip. Uh, I mean, had dad and mom not been thinking about moving here, who knows if I would have ended up going here. But yeah. the fact that we came out and toured and I loved it, I mean, that's what sold me on Boise State. Yeah. And I, I would kind of echo that in terms of uh, in terms of Boise State. You know, I came to Boise State because it, I, I loved it. Like, I loved Boise. I loved the city here. I loved the campus. I loved the atmosphere. Um so that was definitely kind of why I came to Boise State. It was just, it felt like home to me. That that would be the biggest piece of advice I'd have for when you do get to that phase of you're looking at colleges mm-hmm. is choose a place that you want to live for four years, not a school, right? Mm-hmm. Like I chose Boise more so than I chose Boise State. And don't get me wrong. I love Boise State. Like it's the perfect school for me, but I chose the city of Boise. I wanted to live here, right? Mm-hmm. Um in, in like one of the other schools that was high on my list was the University of Washington, which had you know a, a similar culture that I liked. I liked the campus for for the most part. Um, there were some issues there, but all, at the end of the day, like I didn't want to live in Seattle, right? And so just kind of know yourself and what you enjoy. Like if you're someone who you want to live in like a small college town, like yeah, somewhere like uh, is it is NDSU in NDSU is in Fargo, right? It's in Fargo, so yeah. It's, so it's pretty college town oh, vibe, yeah. right? There's a lot of colleges yeah. in the area, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But regardless, though, like, you know, if you if you go to, a, like, a University of Iowa, right, where it's, like, a school out in the middle of nowhere, like, it's going to be, like, a college town atmosphere. But if you're someone who you want to live in the big city, you want to go see the sights and sounds other than just what's on campus, that's when you yeah. look at, like, a UT Austin. You look at, like, a, a UW. So um, definitely some advice I'd give to you. I mean, you're years off from that, but definitely something to keep in mind. But then... 
uh, why I chose Boise instead of somewhere in Washington or Oregon was just I wanted like I, I just picked where I wanted to be, and I, it's kind of why I chose Boise State. But it was I, I wasn't ever going to limit myself to I want to stay near home. Like I just felt like wherever I needed to be, wherever I love to live, like I wanted to be there. So, I yeah. Good question. Okay. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Um, next one is what is like college life here like in Boise? Okay. Do you so, want to do you want to elaborate on that at all, or just like college life in general? Just college life here in Boise. In Boise. Okay. In Boise. Okay. So at Boise State. Yeah. Uh, I'll start here. I think the coolest thing about Boise State is, no matter what you are into you can find a way to make that happen in Boise, right? Like there's a lot of schools that it's kind of niche almost, right? Like if you go to, you know, for, for me, I'm from Washington. So mm-hmm. like Washington State University, it's in Pullman, Washington, which is a tiny town. So like a lot of the campus culture there is like, if you want to get involved, you have to join a fraternity or sorority. If you, a, a lot of their weekends are spent, you know, partying and doing that type of stuff, what I love about Boise State is like, oh, hey, we want to start a podcast. It was super accessible to us. Like, you want to go be in a frat, that's super accessible. You want to go to all the football games, you can do that. You want to go skiing, you can do that. You can – so campus – like, really, I really do believe this. Campus culture at Boise State and in Boise is just whatever you make it. Like, you really set your path, and if you decide to make the most out of it, then psh, you can go do that easy. And if you decide, like – uh, I'm just going to sit in my room and like play League of Legends all the time or something like that's you have that that path to do that, too. So I think I think that's one of my favorite things. Like, yeah, I don't know. Definitely. There's Boise's a great area because there's on campus housing options. There's the really popular um, kind of off campus student apartments. Right. Um, which kind of you can kind of carry that dorm life feel over a little bit, but then the area has ton of opportunity for um, like house rentals and, and stuff right. like that. I mean, yeah. a, a very large student population rents houses and whatnot, and there's, because of that, there's just so many different paths you can take. There's, uh, you know, you can, you can do the same thing if you want from your freshman year to your senior year, right? If you find like, mm-hmm. oh, I really enjoy this one thing carry it all the way through or I would say kind of more our route was we kind of did one thing freshman year and then as you mature and kind of get deeper into your major you kind of switch what you're doing a little bit I mean we're hanging out with for the most part a lot of different people than we were freshman year right it's just you know some people wanted to continue going to parties every weekend some people Just wanted to get together and do a barbecue and yeah, you know, there's, there's just so much. There's so much opportunity. There's in Boise in particular. There's so much uh, outdoors things you can do. Mm-hmm. So um, we talked about this on our friendship podcast, but you kind of just find friends that do one thing that you like to do, and so they're your friend for that thing. Like, right. oh, I like to go snowboarding. So I have friends in Boise that like to go snowboarding so I go hang out with them or I have friends who love to cook and so we do a barbecue once a week so you have your friends just for that you have less friends that are kind of all around friends but you have more 
niche friends, which is, is cool. You get to pick your niche. And yeah. I mean, and no matter what you want to do, you join that group or whatever and you meet people and there you go. You got new friends. Yeah. And it's, a, yeah. And, and just to kind of echo that last part, it's so cool because if you're in a mood, like you're in a season of your life, like for me, I've been like heavily involved in our church. We've had like camps and stuff going. So that's been like where I've been at for the last few months. Like I've met so many people and do so many stuff with them. And if I went into a season of my life where I wanted to get really involved with like a student organization, or if I joined like a fraternity, like you'd make those friends. So, uh, I, the last point I'd make about Boise state, like academically is it is more so an uplifting culture than a competitive one. It's the one thing I hear from all my friends who go to the University of Washington in particular is like the academic culture there is super intense. It's super competitive. It is, you know, I need to get I need to get accepted into this. Like you get accepted into the the university, but then you still have to apply to certain colleges. Like I have to get into the school of business, the school of nursing, whatever it is. And so then you're it's just super competitive with all your classmates, whereas Boise State is very much the opposite it's very much we're going to work together we're going to help each other out like we want to you want to see everybody succeed because them succeeding doesn't hinder you yeah i mean that's like the computer science department i've met so many people and we're all in it together i mean we all talk about the classes that suck and the teachers that suck (laughs) and we all get together and work on things you know like there's so much collaboration which is just really nice and for me personally, I, I love just having supportive people versus having to compete because I feel like you come in and there's oftentimes people who are way ahead of you who, mm-hmm. like I came in and didn't have any programming experience and there's right. people who came in and did programming all four years of high school. Mm-hmm. So had it been really competitive, I would have always felt like I was way behind right? and it would have been hard to kind of get out of that mindset, you know, but since there's such a supportive culture, I feel like I'm just with everybody else and we're just, you know, we're just getting through it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that collaborative culture here, it's like, it's it's special. It really is. Okay. Next one. Why did you two uh, decide to move in together with the other two roommates? Ooh. So, our living situation, um, it originally arose from freshman year. We, Tyler and I had met on... They, so I I guess let's start here. Once you get accepted into Boise State, they, they give you this opportunity to join this thing called a room sync, which is essentially, it's almost like a a dating profile for roommates. It's like they, they ask you, what are your interests? How clean are you? What time do you like to go to sleep? And you can kind of like just filter through people based on that. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's not literal like swipe right, swipe left type thing, but it, but it's very much like, oh, hey, you know this person is interested in these things. And so um, I think it was Tyler, you reached out to me, I think, and you you messaged us. You're like, hey, like I saw your bio. Like it's super funny, dude. Nate like wrote a, a super hilarious bio. Yeah. So I reached out to him. Yeah, because every, everyone's bio was like, I'm from California. I'm I want to major in this. Like I really enjoy this. Like da 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 And I wrote mine super sarcastically. I was like, yeah, I'm from Washington like trying to get out of this place because it's the worst, super hyped to be a Bronco. Like, you know, uh, I, I drive tr- a truck, uh, but don't ask me about my truck. Yeah, I, I was don't like, know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just super sarcastic because I wanted some, like I wanted to really express my true self on there. But anyway, so that's how Tyler and I connected um, and we got put into a dorm, mm-hmm. uh, 
Benton, who lives with us now, kind of got randomly thrown in with us. Yeah. Like literally there were these two guys who were supposed to live with us. They were pissed because they're like, oh, we have to share a room. Mm-hmm. Even though that was like the whole deal. They're like, hey, you don't have a spot like for the anyways. Uh, so Benton gets thrown in with us and we just really connected with Benton. Mm-hmm. The way we ended up moving into our house, actually. Oh, that was such a nightmare. I wasn't actually initially in on the house. Mm-hmm. It was initially just going to be Tyler, Benton, and Max, who used to live with us. Um, and Max, they had found like a four or five bedroom house that they needed an extra person, so they brought me into it. That house fell through, and then there was this weird period of, of like a month where Max was looking at like three and four bedroom houses. Yeah. And so I finally just kind of told him, I was like, look, I just need to know whether or not you're going to do a four bedroom or a three bedroom. Cause if I'm like, if I'm in, I'm in, if I'm out, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, they, he sat down and talked with Tyler Benton. They all agreed on doing a four bedroom house. So I was kind of like the afterthought to come into yeah. the house. And then from there, I think we just realized that we just, we worked well as roommates, right? Yeah. Like, um, we, we both fit, like we, we both have very similar schedules. We both have similar interests just in terms of like, partying and stuff like neither of us smoke so we don't have to worry about that in the house like Mm -hmm. neither of us are like really slobby like you're you're very clean i i feel like i'm kind of clean but like for college standards i feel like it's not too bad our house is never our house is not a mess it's never trash right you know every once in a while it's a little dirty but i mean you go into some houses and there's just stuff everywhere yeah it like literally it's like stuff is all over the floor there's like weak old pizza boxes everywhere yeah um and we had similar interests in the sense of like we didn't want to be partying and drinking on like a tuesday night like we just were like hey we care about school we like to have our downtime we were able to we bonded a lot through playing board games and video games together and stuff so i don't know like we just we met freshman year and um i don't know it just always kind of worked out for us so Let's go. Let's go lightning round for your last few questions here, and Kay. and we'll uh, we'll get out of here. This one I can X off. So, what is high school life like? Like oh, going to classes and just in hallways or inside um, your classes. So, are are you going to the same high school that Tyler went to? No. Just for context, okay. So, so you you can't speak to that in particular. I would definitely say this. Uh, your first day of high school is very daunting. Like, it's just a lot, you know, you're, you're in this new building, big building. There's so many people, Mm -hmm. but I would say this, um, high school is a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. It really is. You, you get to meet and spend time with a lot of really, really just fun people, especially by the time you're hitting junior and senior year. Uh, your homework load is going to be more than you're used to. Mm -hmm. It's, Uh, it's not not going to be anything. Not at VHS. Oh. We're not not at the school. No, there's no. I don't. I didn't have any homework through high school. Very, I, okay. very little. I had homework because I was doing like AP classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just. Uh, I don't know. High school life really isn't that different for me. At least it wasn't that different from junior high life. No, except not really. Things just get a little bit harder. Like football, everything just gets a little more serious, right? Mm-hmm. Like your your schoolwork goes from being like, yeah, I'll have homework every once in a while to like I'll have homework every night. At least for me, how it was like. Football went from, yeah, we care and like we really enjoy it to, okay, I love this. And now I'm like working out daily. I think that's the biggest difference for high school is like you start daily working out and daily getting into those things instead of kind of mm-hmm. here and there. Uh, the one thing I'll say is there's just a lot more freedom because you have your license and stuff. So mm-hmm. you just have so much more freedom. I would say um, it's beneficial to get on your teacher's good side because yeah. I, I would say teachers are 
generally cooler in high school. Like yeah. the good teachers are better and the bad teachers are worse type deal. Like it kind of pushes it to the extremes a little bit. Um, but just have fun with it. I oh, mean, just sure. realize that it's, you know, it's high school. It's, you know, your last time before you get sent off to college when things get really serious. And mm-hmm. so just have fun with it. Enjoy your friends. Make new friends. Yeah. You know, participate I in class. Like that's the most that. beneficial. Make, like, I the two biggest pieces of, or three biggest pieces of advice I can give. One is make new friends, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's just something about when you can go back home when you're in college or, you know, if you decide to go to college, you move away, whatever, but you go back home for a week or a month, mm-hmm. however long you can go see all those high school friends. There's just something special about having that shared experience. I would say two, if you have a leadership class at your high school, get involved in it for sure. I think it, it definitely helped mold me into the person I am today. It taught me a lot of valuable skills mm-hmm. and you really get to help kind of run the school and the way things work, right? You get a, you get a run homecoming and prom and all mm-hmm. those things. So it's super beneficial. And then three is just like, take your, take the sports really seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, more than likely it's the last time you ever get to play competitive team sports, you know, mm-hmm. like football, basketball from then on out for most of us, it's rec. And so take it, more take it seriously you know spend the extra time lifting worry like focus on your diet and all that stuff so okay that's my three biggest piece of advice is okay um what should i do like what are coaches like coaches in high school? okay um you'll have a lot of different coaches yeah you'll they, have ones that are like super strict you'll ha- always have that coach who just doesn't care about anything and is like kind of the coach that everybody likes because he's just you know right flowy a lot of times it's like the the kid he's like a college student who's like coaching to get some experience for like his resume or something i know for us it was always like at the end of the day you're gonna have good coaches and bad coaches mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with teachers right teachers are the same thing you're gonna have good teachers bad teachers good coaches bad coaches tolerate the bad coaches Definitely. and don't get on their bad side yeah you know especially coaches teachers yeah. are the same but like if there's a teacher or coach you don't like and this is something i, I struggled with early on in high school was yeah. not you don't even have to stay on their good side or be their best friend but just just tolerate it get through it and then whoever your good teachers and good coaches are like latch on to them like your 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 coach like maybe it's a positional coach or your offensive coordinator defensive coordinator for for football latch on to him ask him a ton of questions make jokes with him you know really connect same thing with teachers you're gonna have one or two you're gonna have when you're in high school one or two teachers or coaches that are going to be massive influences on your life Mm -hmm. try to find them as early as you can and just like love up on them like literally just you know be really close with them be friends with them connect with them Mm -hmm. You have anything else on on that? That was well said. Perfect. Uh, Did you have any other questions? I got one more. You kind of touched on it, but it's what should I do if I have a bad teacher that's always getting on me and making Mm -hmm. me get in trouble? Oof. Um, Making you get in trouble. I don't think that's as much of a thing in high school. Like, I don't think teachers are necessarily out to get people as much. mm -hmm. Like... Up until it's always like, oh, I'm going to send you to the principal's office or whatever. I don't think there's as much of that in high school unless you're like really bad. But yeah, um, I don't I don't know. I would, was there any like particular situation? I, I thought you it sounded like you might try to elaborate on it a little. So bit. I had an art teacher mm-hmm. that in art class, I would sit with my friends 
get my work done, my art piece done, like two weeks before it was due, I'd go ask him, like, is there anything I can improve on this? And he would say, well, why are you rushing on your work? Like, Mm. he would totally ignore my words and be like, go sit back down and keep working on this. Right. And he would never say, like, what's the pro? like, if there's something wrong with it. Right. And I think that's... Like, that case in particular, I think it's probably just the nature of, like, an art teacher, right? Mm -hmm. In their minds that, like, your deadline, like, you can always do more on your work, right? Like, Mm -hmm. no piece of art is ever finished. So Mm -hmm. part of that's probably just that particular teacher and that style. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you, I remember I had, like, one teacher in high school in particular who he was just super, super, literally on the first day of class, he said, all right, I'm going to be honest with you right now. I'm not here to make friends. I have friends. You're my students, so I'm going to teach you. Like, that was his mindset. Like, he didn't want to make jokes. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to have fun. He wanted to teach. The way I got through that class was just, when I was in that class, I just focused on my work, right? Mm -hmm. Just I just did my schoolwork, and if you get good grades, no teacher's ever going to hate you, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, a teacher can't hate a student, or they can't, you know, vilify a student who's getting A's. Mm -hmm. There'll always be the one kid who's obnoxious and bratty and gets bad grades Mm -hmm. and that'll become the bad seed. If you're obnoxious, you talk too much, but you're getting A's, A minus, B pluses, they won't hate you that much. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think in high school, the other part too is you get to pick your classes, right? Mm -hmm. So figure out what you enjoy and go do it. You're, if it's similar in North Dakota as it is in Washington, you'll have to get so many art credits. Mm -hmm. If your school has it, take ceramics. Um, I don't know how much you like art. I was never a huge art guy. So for me, ceramics was the best way to do it because you're working with your hands. It's mm-hmm. not, oh, how good can I draw something? How good can I sing? Which, oh, yeah. I guess you you play uh, you play the tuba. So yeah. yeah, you said tuba, right? Yep. Yeah. So you play the tuba. So you'll be in your music classes and stuff. Yeah. I would say if your school offers it, take ceramics anyway. Ceramics mm-hmm. is just <laughs> so much fun. I had a blast yeah. with that. Um, did you have any? Did you have anything to add on to that, Tyler? No. Was there any other questions you had? Or was that last no. one, Bentley? All right. Well, last. real quick, Tyler. Let's. Uh, any words of advice to give to give Bentley? Actually, I'll I'll go first, so you can give the brotherly advice to to round off. <laughs> but I, I think my one biggest piece of advice that I wish I would have told myself when I was your age mm-hmm. was that older people are cooler than you think. Mm-hmm. That your teachers, your parents, your grandparents, they've they've been twelve before. They've been mm-hmm. fifteen before. They've been twenty mm-hmm. before. Like what you're going through they've been through mm-hmm. so if you have a rough day at school don't hesitate don't hesitate to talk to them if yeah. you're confused if you have questions don't hesitate to talk to them and i mean mm-hmm. you in particular it's so nice for you cuz you've got a brother here who's mm-hmm. he's been through it and he's at an age now where he can actually reflect on it and wants to help yeah. you so don't my biggest piece of advice is just don't hesitate to to ask questions to the people mm-hmm. who've been through it before I would say just going through both middle school and high school, just be who you want to be and try hard at the things that you're interested in Mm -hmm. because, I mean, sports in particular, like I I just looking back on playing sports, I was like, wow, I I wish I would have tried harder. Mm -hmm. Like I wish I just would have bucked up and like really made it a major part of my life because it was so much fun and I miss doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I, so I say just go all out. Uh, the other big piece of advice is don't take everything so seriously as far as school goes. Yeah. Like, don't take it so seriously as it, like, will stress you out a ton. Mm-hmm. Just go with the flow. 
know what you need to get, you know, know, like, oh, I need an art credit. I'm going to go get my art credit. Or, you know, I really want to get an A in math, so I'm going to go get my A in math. Just Mm -hmm. take it for what it is and strive to do it, but don't don't stress yourself out. Yeah. Because, I mean, things only get harder, and if you're stressing out a ton when you're, you know, in middle school and high school, then that just, it doesn't set you up for a great college or, you know, beyond high school experience when you're mm-hmm. really trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. That would be my advice. Hey, I know there's a lot of junior high, high school kids who do kind of, they deal with anxiety and getting stressed mm-hmm. out. And like, like you really, it's just, it's never going to be that big of a deal. Okay. The, the gossip, you're not going to remember it in two years, five years, 10 years. Really so, the things that you'll, you'll remember through the next five, six, seven years of your life are going to be all of the good times, all of yeah. the, the team sports that you did, all of the friends that you made. So focus on that. And look, if you've got like someone's, you know, making fun of you or there's, you know, you're not part of like the popular crowd. And I'm using air quotes as I say this because it's such a, a stupid term because once you're like two years out of high school, like there is no mm-hmm. popular crowd. Like the popular crowd is like, oh, they all dropped out. And like, they're, 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 just, yeah, yeah. 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 just be be nice to everybody because it just offers you more people to talk to and. Like, you'll just be a better person, you know? Try to try to be the person who always takes the high road and try to be that person who everybody wants to talk to because mm-hmm. it'll just, it'll be a, a more enjoyable experience and you, you won't run into those, you know, teachers that don't like me or people that are spreading rumors about me. Like, you won't run into that as much if, mm-hmm. you're, as if, if you're just a nice person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd say that. I, that's, that's so good. I mean, it really is. But uh, anyways, that's, that's all I've got. Any any last comments there, Bentley? No, thanks for the advice. Yeah, happy to help out, man. Thanks for coming on the pod. Thanks yeah. for asking some questions, giving us mm-hmm. a chance to kind of reflect on our lives a little bit and <laughs> take us back. And um, yeah, I'm excited for you, man. Like these mm-hmm. these next six years of your life are some of the most fun years of your life. Like mm-hmm. you're just gonna have a blast, you know. Especially mm-hmm. since you're so interested in sport. I never did band or anything, but everyone I know who did sports and band and stuff in mm-hmm. high school, like they. They loved it, and that's something that they'll yeah. remember forever. So just enjoy it, man. But uh, yeah. hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as we enjoyed recording it. had a ton of fun sitting down with Bentley and Tyler. Um, again, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast if you aren't already. But had a ton of fun. I love you all so much. Have a fantastic weekend. Summertime is here, baby. It is here. We're enjoying the sun. It's fantastic. Love you all. Bye-bye.